This audio is brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton, originally airing on SiriusXM. John Butcher, President and CEO of Caribou Coffee. John, thank you so much for joining me today. Hi, Randy. Well, John, how have you been holding up since the pandemic? Well, uh, 2020 <laughs> is demanding its own chapter in the history books, isn't it? <laughs> Uh, for sure. Yeah. I, uh, well, one thing that we know is I feel like uh, the coffee is one of the only things that I look forward to on a daily basis about 2020. So what it, what is it like running one of the largest coffee house chains during this time? Well, you know, it's um, honestly, it's been an emotional roller coaster. You know, I, I think back to the middle of March, we had just come off a couple of uh, really strong months of performance. And, you know, all of a sudden we're seeing great businesses uh, closing down and laying off their teams. And there was so much fear. Uh, It was scary to see how quickly our our lives and routines were disrupted. Uh, We all know the bad of 2020, people dealing with seclusion and loneliness and financial hardship. But, you know, in my role, I also get to see a lot of the good. So, while I've certainly had a lot of those other feelings, I see the impact that a team can have on uh, first responders and healthcare workers and local communities. And sometimes it's just through a product donation. And sometimes it's as simple as remembering someone's name when they walk into a coffee shop. And it's those little tiny moments. And like you said, people look forward to coffee. They look forward to that routine in their lives uh, that can really keep them uh, motivated and going through their days. So, you know, honestly, it's been uh, as, as hard as this year has been for so many reasons for so many people. Uh, there's still a lot of really good, good wonderful things happening uh, built around the coffee category. Mm, absolutely. Now, uh, as a leader, what has it been like for you to keep your team motivated during this time? I think for us, it's uh, about remembering our purpose and At Caribou, uh, I feel so fortunate to be connected with a brand that uh, stands for a lot more than than just making money. We were founded back in 1992 by um, a couple of wonderful individuals in Minnesota who just wanted to make a difference um, with, with a category, and they chose coffee because of the importance it plays in so many people's lives. And so while the uh, you know how that that purpose has manifested over time has changed, it's it's always stood for uh, sparking a chain reaction of good. And so what we had to really remind ourselves is that 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 way that we might go about doing that temporarily looks different, and it might mean that we have to spend more time um, away from our shops um, serving communities. It might mean that we have to find more ways to alter how we operate, uh, which might mean that we're slower, uh, but we're slower because we're being safe. Um, it mm. might mean that we have to change our menu or, uh, you know, even uh, our staffing models. You know, everything's changed, but it's, but it's all changed in service to sparking these chain reactions of, of good in the communities that we serve. Absolutely. It's funny because you, you mentioned kind of making changes in, in light of safety. And um, I feel like for, for the few years leading up to this, the, the messaging around coffee shops and grab and go was like ease and convenience and fast. And suddenly 
that messaging has changed overnight. People don't want fast. We have all the time in the world now. They want health and safety and trust. Um, so how, I mean, how has that been to kind of have to shift all of your, uh, your messaging and your kind of communication to customers overnight? You're really astute because uh, you know, when people's lives are uh, hurried, uh, coffee plays a very functional uh, benefit. You know, it might be to just get you up in the morning and, and get you awake. You know, our motto is life is short, stay awake for it. So we live that every day. Uh, but yeah, the world, the world changed. People were consuming coffee differently uh, at home. So we started to ship a lot more product from our website, uh, shipped a lot more K-Cups. Um, around the country for people to enjoy for in-home consumption. But, you know, in a way, it actually gave us a chance to reinforce some of the, the ways that we believe our brand is different. Because, you know, again, going back to our founders, they made choices back in the 90s uh, to source coffee differently, very responsibly. Uh, our coffee, we've always paid a lot more for our coffee than a lot of our uh, competition because we're 100% Rainforest Alliance certified. And, so as people have probably right now researched what they're consuming more than ever, uh, I think it's actually allowed us to tell our story in a new way that um, cuts through in ways like it might not have even before. Absolutely. For anyone just joining us, you're listening to Randy Zuckerberg Means Business here on Sirius XM Business Radio. I'm speaking now with John Butcher, CEO of Caribou Coffee, one of the biggest coffee chains in the country. Um, John, can you talk us through some of the pivots that you had to make? You mentioned changes to the menu or changes to, to store layouts or even getting outside of stores. Um, what were some of the biggest changes? Well, we started, uh, every lens was squarely focused first and foremost on uh, the team. You know, we know that we have to protect our teams and make sure that they feel safe and secure or we don't really have a business. And um, so we started with a lot of the things I believe that are very custom, uh, uh, customary at this point to a lot of us, uh, uh, masks and gloves and plexi dividers and sanitizers, but you know, also some things that probably weren't visible to a lot of people. Uh, our air filtration systems, our um, extra sanitizing that we do uh, between shifts or at the end of the day, and then really conservative uh, contract uh, tracing and quarantining methods uh, for anyone that could be um, impacted or have come in contact with anyone. So it's been a, a complicated uh, year for any restaurant or any coffee shop uh, because it, it's, we've asked everyone to work differently almost overnight. But at the end of the day, Randy, I mean, we're just all so thankful to be working. You know, we yep. know that there are a lot of uh, businesses that just haven't had that opportunity and they just couldn't find a way to stay open. So as tough as it's been, and even though sales are down uh, c compared to last year for us, we know that there are a lot of people worse off. So we're grateful for what we have. Absolutely. I, um, I'm curious just what tr are some trends in the coffee world right now, pandemic or no pandemic? Um, what, what were some of the trends that you were seeing kind of going into this year? There's been a major shift to cold coffee consumption, mm. um, especially amongst uh, younger customers and consumers. So, you know, and when I was growing up, I didn't see too many people drinking their coffee with a straw uh, or with um, now today, a strawless lid, um, indicating you're probably drinking something iced or nitrogenated. 
Um, so that's been a really big shift. Um, coffee on the go, uh, just in general, you mentioned uh, convenience. It's still a need in this category. You can be a preferred brand but not be the, the choice uh, that wins at the end of the day if you're not uh, still convenient and fast. So we've been leaning into digital technology, uh, curbside delivery, delivery, all the other ways that, that especially younger customers want to enjoy their coffee. And then I'd say the last trend that we've been seeing at Caribou is this trend around functional benefits of coffee, um, i.e. the caffeine, uh, being extracted from the coffee and inserted to other like fruit-flavored uh, beverages. So natural caffeination, no nasties, uh, something your body can absorb. Uh, but if you don't love the taste of coffee, for some odd reason, then you can still get the functional benefit uh, in a water uh, or a juice. So those are all some trends that we've been seeing quite a bit of in the last couple of years. I don't think I could be friends with anyone who doesn't like the taste of coffee. No, I, <laughs> I was like, that, that is a deal breaker. As I, uh, I know, as but a... <laughs> for some reason, there's a couple of them out there. I know. Well, you know what? It's that's good. That's nice to have some of like those, those fruit flavored things for, for those people. Um, John, I'm curious if, if people, uh, you know, obviously you have a very passionate, loyal customer base, but if people kind of got used to starting to make their own coffee at home, how do you lure them back? How do you, you know, make them feel comfortable going back into the coffee shops? Well, I, first of all, we love it when people drink coffee at home because we, <laughs> we sell coffee in all 50 states. We ship a lot of coffee. And so if people want to consume their coffee, they're great. We're obviously fine um, building people's routines at home. But I think what the pandemic has underscored is how social humans are, right? We're, we're wired to be with other people. And I think for that very reason, coffee shops uh, will always have a place in uh, communities. And so uh, go ahead, make your coffee at home most days. But sometimes you just want to go into that coffee shop where you're known, where mm. you see familiar faces. And quite frankly, I think that was the backbone of this brand of Caribou Coffee back when we first started many years ago. When I talked to some of the founders um, and the people that have been here for 30 years, it was just remembering people's names and drinks that built the brand. Uh, great products can only take you so far. It's those human experiences. So when you talk about inviting people back in, um, it's just going to be, it's, every brand is going to have to be very astute at whatever the changing need uh, behaviors become in whatever this next new normal uh, is post-pandemic. And whoever can adapt the fastest will win. For sure. Um, what, what is your coffee of choice? Well, I am right now, I'm drinking a nitro pumpkin latte. And Caribou only uses uh, real ingredients. So we are uh, clean label, which, you know, no preservatives, no, no nasties in our, in our beverages. So we use real pumpkin. And so it just tastes <laughs> outstanding. So next time you're near a Caribou, probably in the upper Midwest or North Carolina or Georgia, uh, you know, then try one of these, especially if it's this fall. So, so good. That sounds amazing. That's honestly almost a reason to, to go to one of those regions to try one. Um, uh, uh, delicious. Um, 
John, has anything surprised you about what customers are buying during or what they're drinking during this time? Are people kind of going more towards those like delicious, comforting, milky coffees? Are they like, I'm just curious. We're seeing, uh, we're seeing consumption in both extremes. We're seeing people drinking uh, really high-end, uh, single-origin coffee. You know, we have a couple that are uh, limited-time uh, coffees that, that we buy <clears throat> the entire lot of uh, from uh, Guatemala or Costa Rica, for example, or a couple that we have right now. So people are buying uh, those coffees at record levels to probably drink black, and then we have the opposite side of really indulgent um, seasonal beverages that are also selling really well, like the one I'm drinking right now. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we're, we're seeing um, there's something very familiar with coffee that when the entire world seems to be going crazy, uh, you look for those moments in your day that just make you feel normal again. And so I think there's a routine that people aren't changing with the coffee category, but people are drinking more of it and drinking it differently at different parts of the day, like that boosted uh, you know, beverage I was talking to you about that doesn't taste like coffee. That's selling in the afternoon. People are drinking it uh, when they probably wouldn't pick up a cup of coffee, but it's a trend that we're starting to see people wanting more of that caffeine and, and um, enjoying the category in new ways. Absolutely. Um, John Butcher, CEO of Caribou Coffee, in our final minutes together, what does success look like for you coming out the other side of this year? I, I think for us, we, we have to just get back to um, serving people in communities the way that we always um, have. We need to get the rest of our stores open back up. We still have central business districts and transit locations that are very depressed. Um, our goal has been to keep as many of our team members employed and serving safely as possible um, throughout this whole pandemic. So we want to get people back up to full hours and get all of our stores open back up because the more we're open, the more good we can do, the more coffee we can give away and the more we think we can really impact our communities. So um, like I said, we're, we're, I'm so proud of our team. Uh, we have amazing team members that have chosen every day to put other people before uh, you know, their own comfort. And, uh, and it's because of that, that we think our brand can continue to do great things in 21 and beyond. Well, thank you so much for making our lives a little more delicious and, and comfortable during this time. John, I, I wish you and, and the business just so much continued success moving forward. Well, thank you. Thank you so much, Randy. It was a great, uh, great discussion. I appreciate you having us on. Thank you. And I need to get my hands on one of those nitro pumpkin lattes right away. So I, uh, I, that is my new goal for the fall. Thanks so much, John. Stay safe. Thanks. You too. For more guest interviews, check out our Wharton Business Radio Highlights podcast on iTunes and Google Play. Oh, 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 o